Blog Talk Radio. It's the episode for February 6, 2017. The Roman Show welcomes Sebastian of Letters of the Lost, which will be part of the Kryptonine Festival taking place at Churchill's in Miami, Florida. We have more details, plus the great music that the band has released. This plus much more on The Roman Show, which starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, go. 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 We are going. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're going fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Hey, it's another episode of The Roman Show. I am your host, Rodolfo Roman, alongside the dashing one and sick one, George Alonzo. Sick because you're literally sick, not sick because you're sick in the head. Yeah, literally sick, but you know, doctors uh, you know, said don't drink any alcohol, but I'm still here drinking my uh, lemon-flavored margarita today. I thought it was a Robotuzzin-flavored margarita. Honey, and you're good to go. <laughs> well, whatever tickles your boat and I hope it makes you feel better. You, you sure you didn't get that by kissing, uh, you know? No, no, you know, uh, I, I, listen, I don't kiss and tell, first off. And second off, if you're going to kiss me, you better pay me. Well, I've been seeing all these emails. It's an influx of emails because of your, 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 your famous um, segment here in the Roman show. But uh, in the emails that we've been receiving couple of love notes there so that's why i i, I question if if you've you know taken an extra step here i've told constantly to my female listeners that if they want to send me some personal stuff they have my number not don't send it to the roman show email send it to my number and i i got you <laughs> well, well and again you can send uh your question or advice to george here by uh sending us an email at Info at theromanshow.com. We will go ahead and check. What 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 do, what do we have for today's uh, emails? Already you jumped the gun already and, and do any. Sure, what the hell. Let's start it off. What is in the mailbox this week? got mail I like that anyway well let's go ahead and open up this email god why do I always see that these guys are always struggling with their women okay so I have this message from Chris from Wisconsin isn't that where they're famous for cheese yeah that's what I figured okay he says dear George I just want to make sure my first time is good. What's a good size for a bed to sleep with a woman? (laughs) 
<laughs> so you're telling me you're a virgin, first off. And now you're asking what size of a bed should you have your first with. How about this? How about I warm her up a little bit for you before you make a fool out of yourself? And maybe you don't even have to worry about ever losing your virginity because I took care of it for you. So let me lose your virginity for you. Let's make you a virgin again. Thanks for emailing. Send your advice. Send your question. George's inbox exclusively here on The Roman Show. You like that plug? I like that plug, yeah. But how about dashing inbox? Dashing one's inbox. How about that? All right. Well, let's get things started here on the Roman Show. I'd like to invite everyone to Titan FC March 31st. They will be back uh, on a UFC Fight Pass. And uh, the event this time is taking place in Miramar. So you want to make sure you get your tickets right now. Uh, that is in uh, the Miramar. They got a new huge convention there. It's going to be super nice. March 31st, Friday, is the weekend of WrestleMania. So how about that? If you're in South Florida and you don't want to you know, be in the mix of all that, that craziness, watch a little MMA here on Friday and then head to Orlando and then catch the rest of WrestleMania, the rest of the uh, remaining weekend there, which will be April 1st and, of course, April 2nd. Um, April 2nd being WrestleMania itself. So check that out. March 31st right here in Miramar and then take it up north. And catch the, all the action there in Orlando for WrestleMania weekend. And make sure to follow us on the social media at The Roman Show on Twitter and Roman Show Media on Facebook and on Instagram. And visit us on YouTube.com forward slash Roman 201 We got a great interview there with Sergeant Slaughter who talks about, actually, he, told, he tells, well, I, I just, just check out the video, check out the video interview. And uh, see what or hear what he says or tells the Undertaker in that message. All right. Well, with that being said, we're going to open up. We're going to talk some pro wrestling uh, here on the Roman Show with Reality Check. And now it's time to give you a reality check. George, well, it's unfortunate, but it just uh, it just seems, you know, you have some video games that every time someone is part of the main cover, like on the, on the Madden game, you know, back then, that's what it was, or the NFL 2K game, whatever it was, every time that you were on the, the, the face of uh, the video game, the next season you would be hurt. It seems that for Seth Rollins, every time WrestleMania season comes along, he gets hurt. He was injured. Last week on Monday Night Raw, we don't know what the status is. We don't know if he's going to participate in WrestleMania. I think it's a work. I think, I think he is really injured, but I think, too, that they're, they're trying to work it as much as they can. But this guy just has bad luck. Um, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, if he's not injured, let me tell you, this has to be one of the biggest Internet trolls I've ever seen. But um, I, I really don't know what to tell you. It's, it's an unfortunate circumstance of what's going on with Seth Rollins at the moment. A lot of people were expecting him uh, at WrestleMania. And shoot, even to see a dream match between him and Samoa Joe at WWE Fastlane. But it is what it is. And I have to say, I hope and wish the best for Mr. Rollins. Yeah, I 
hope he recovers quickly because I'd love to see him uh, at WrestleMania against Triple H to solidify that, you know, pass the torch to have and put Seth Rollins uh, to the next level that he is already is. I mean, when you look at the roster, George, if you really look at the roster, this is, to me, on a personal level, this to me, and I don't want to take it away from AJ Styles because he's, he's great talent too, but I think between Seth and AJ Styles, those two are, are the guys after John Cena. Uh, I have to agree with that again. Uh, Seth is basically the future on the Raw product, while AJ is the future on the SmackDown product. Uh, it, it's amazing how far these two have gone from where they first started. Here's AJ was a guy that we thought we would never see in the WWE, and now he's main eventing almost every pay-per-view. Seth Rollins, you know, don't get me wrong, he doesn't have he has that Shawn Michaels look. That everyone would say he's not going to be a main event player, just like how Shawn Michaels had his doubters. But Seth Rollins became a main event player. It, it's an amazing thing what these two have done. And by all means, I, I look forward to seeing what the future holds for those two guys. Now, you mentioned Samoa Joe. Uh, he made his debut on Monday, well, his wrestling uh, debut in uh, Monday Night Raw. And right now, we don't know who he's going to face at WrestleMania. But who would you like to see him pair up against? Um, good question. Uh, if I have to put Samoa Joe against anyone, and this is going out on a limb, but it's the only story that I could think of that would make sense, Triple H needs a new opponent. And if there's anyone that I feel like could fit in in a right story, would be Samoa Joe. And here's the reason being why. Triple H is the creator. He created the Destroyer which is Samoa Joe. Samoa, being a destroyer, you need to be someone who cannot be controlled. You're set to destroy. That's like Doomsday in Superman. You can't control that beast. So Triple H loses control of that beast as Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe turns on Triple H. Triple H turns face, goes on to WrestleMania and faces his creation and loses and puts over... Samoa Joe, I think that's the best way. Yeah, interesting. No, yeah, if again, if, if Seth Rollins is unable to make it. Now, in case Seth Rollins does make it to WrestleMania, who do you put up Joe against? Uh, I, I don't even think he's scheduled to be at WrestleMania. That's the problem. Because uh, from what I've been seeing all over, you know, the net of, you know, hey, who's facing who and what's the rumored card so far, you know, the only match, obviously, that's confirmed is Goldberg and Lesnar. But, you know, I really, really don't see Joe on the card at all. And, and if he does appear, he'll probably be on the under the Giant Battle Royal, unfortunately. But um, a lot of people were hoping for John Cena and Joe. That's not happening, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I really don't know. Really up in the air now. We're really all up in arms because as of right now, Kevin Owens is the Universal Champion. Now he's going to face Goldberg. And chances are that Goldberg will win the Universal title. Therefore, when Goldberg faces Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, it will be for the Universal title. Now, on paper, that looks great. But we all know what Lesnar and Goldberg can pull off in a match. And to put the belt in the mix... Yes, this is money, but George, you and I know as wrestling fans that have followed the business for a long time, 
that these giants, uh, wrestling-wise, we all remember the disaster they had way back when at WrestleMania when they faced off for the first time. And we do not want a duplicate of that to happen in 2017. Well, remember one thing. When it comes to at that time comparing to now, uh, at that time, I believe everything was being left on a bad note. You know, from Goldberg to Lesnar to even Austin. Austin was just thrown in there because he's a friend of both of them. But Brock Lesnar was leaving on a bad note with the WWE. And and same thing went for, for Goldberg. They were both very disappointed with, with where they stood with the company. So in this time, this round, they're both happy. So maybe we get that dream match we were hoping for so many years ago. And we get something better. So... I'm I'm going for the ride, and do not expect a one-minute match this time, because this time, come on, you cannot be promoting so such a long feud for another one-minute match, okay? And on top of that, being at WrestleMania, if it if a one-minute match happens at Mania, uh, that would be enough already. And when I give out the Quick little roundup here. Some of the events coming up. You got uh, February 11th. You got in Coral Springs. You got Pablo Marquez, a CCW event that's taking place February 11th. You got guys like Adam Rose in there. Crash Holly's going to be there. And uh, great type of talent. That's on February 11th in Coral Springs. Also, JB Cool is going to be uh, having his uh, great promotion, um, FEW. They're going to have an event uh, the following week on the 18th. So you want to check that out. That is FEW in Coral Springs, too. And uh, that's the 7201 West Sample Road that uh, is taking place February in February 18th. You don't want to miss an FEW. Uh, that's part of the um, JB's promotion. Uh, again, that's in the... I get that right. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not in Coral Springs. I thought it was in Coral Springs. No, it is, there it is. Uh, FEW Fighting Evolution Wrestling. Check them out on uh, Facebook. You gotta fire this director here. Uh, uh, you're you're talking about their next show that's happening in Cluiston. No love. No love. February 18th, Saturday, Cluiston Middle School, six. Yeah, say uh, six oh one, West Pasadena Avenue, Cluiston, Florida. Uh, and JB Cool is gonna be taking on Rhythm. So love hate. Uh, JB Cool, the champion, uh, will be defending his championship against Reggie Rhythm uh, at that event. Uh, both of them have a huge history down here in South Florida, and they finally both collide for their most prestigious title, and uh, we'll see who's going to come out the winner. You got JB, a veteran of the South Florida wrestling circuit. You got Reggie Rhythm, a former Army, uh, an Army uh, enlisted Army vet, and on top of that, also a veteran down here of South Florida, trained by some of the greatest in the business. One of them even including off of the Watt Samoan. So we're going to see what's going to happen. There you go. And coming up next, George, we have Sebastian of Letters of the Lost. This heavy metal band from South Florida is definitely raising some eyebrows with their great music that's been released. You can find it on Spotify right now. But you can check them out live at the 10th Annual Kryptonite Metal Festival, February 18th at Churchill's Pub. The event starts at 2 p.m. all the way till 3 a.m. You could be mosh pitting 
basically for almost 24 hours. Damn. That, not to steal from uh, from uh, Farouk there or Ron Simmons, per se, but I, damn. Huh? Hours. Yeah, I mean, if it's 2 p.m. and it's at 3 a.m., not 12, more than 12 hours, I don't even know. I don't even know if I'll be able to stand after. 13 hours of mosh pitting. Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I, no comment. I, I don't think I'll survive that. And 10 bucks gets you in the door. That's the 10th annual Kryptonite Metal Festival. You don't want to miss it. Let's listen to Letters of the Losses. Sebastian, who joins us on the Roman Show to talk about their great music. Find it right now on Spotify. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. It's a pleasure to have you again once again here. Make sure you follow us on our social media, including Twitter, at the Roman Show, and, of course, our Instagram, which is Roman Show Media, and our website, theromanshow.com. And check out that interview with Sergeant Slaughter. It's on our YouTube uh, channel. That's youtube.com forward slash ROMANSHOW1. All right, for all you metal heads out there, uh, we got a treat for you because... For those in South Florida, February 18th, mark it on your calendar. You got the Kryptonite Metal Festival. Starts at 2 p.m. all the way to 3 a.m. So the next day, not only are you going to wake up with a hangover, but your head is all going to be mixed around, and you're going to get a lot of aches and pains on your neck of all the headbanging you're going to do. But February 18th, Church Hills, that's the place to go. And this band will be on the bill. I'm talking about Letters of the Lost, and we have... One of the members of Letters of the Lost right now on the Roman show, Sebastian. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, nothing. Same old, same old. How's it going, man? Uh, I can't complain, Sebastian. Absolutely great. But, man, you guys uh, are a part of this huge bill. It starts from 2 p.m. PM all the way to 3 a.m., 18 years and up, and it's only 10 bucks. You guys are going to play at 7 p.m. Uh, and right. I mean, this is, this is a big show, big deal in church shows, huh? Yeah, this is pretty much like Christmas for the metalheads that want like to gather there, you know, because cause, um, the promoter Oski he does festivals every every month, every two months, but Kryptonite just seems to have that that vibe where you know if you want to go to a metal show, it has to be Kryptonite. And, and, and for those who go to Kryptonite, describe to me the mosh pits. Does it get pretty nasty in there? Oh man. <laughs> I could go on about the mosh pits. Um, for example, actually, um, we did Kryptonite last year. That was our uh, that was our second year playing it. And during one of our songs, we actually had a two man helicopter for one of our songs. <laughs> yeah, they're they're good friends of ours. One of them is um is a bass player from Airs One. They're actually playing at Kryptonite also. And the bass player, dude, this guy is six foot four, and he had the guitar player on his on his shoulders. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Well, that, 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 that's a whole bunch of stuff that you're gonna see at Kryptonite. But let's talk about you guys, because last year you released um, a great, uh, a great set of music out there. And I'm talking about uh, songs such as Machines, Devil's Son, Walk with Walk with Us, The March, Colossal, and it goes on and on. And, and Walk with Us, of course, a, a very popular song uh, on your end. But I'm, I'm a big fan of Canopsia. We were just talking previously. Uh, a little different from the rest of the music because it, it slows down a bit. But it, it's pretty popular. Tell me a little bit about the lyrics behind the music itself. Well, the lyrics for Canopsia, um, you would actually have to ask my singer about that because mm -hmm. he writes all the lyrics. Mm -hmm. But um, 
there's actually a little backstory to it, but uh, <laughs> I would rather let him go into it. It's kind of personal for him. So 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 he with the band itself. Do you, he primarily writes all the music. Do you guys give any any of your two cents? Primarily for the music, we all do it as a collective. Mm -hmm. um, usually, it'll be either myself or Miguel. We bring you know a couple riffs or even a full song to the band, and then from there we start tweaking everything. We start laying a blueprint, and then we'll start getting a more solidified uh, drum beat. And then once that's finished, we get the lyrics down. And yeah, it, it's pretty cut straightforward, you know. Yeah, and, and listening to the music, yeah, I hear all sorts of sounds. We had mentioned, and I, I spoke to you previously. I heard um, a little six a.m. in there. I heard a little Lamb of God. Uh, you you get a lot of this motivation from these bands, particular to you guys. What what is one of the bands or bands? that you primarily look up to. I, I know you took a picture there with uh, Randy Bliss, the Lamb of God, uh, but on, on your social media there. But yeah. what, are, what is what are the, the, the guy, one of the bands there that you guys live up to uh, that you get your inspiration from? Uh, well, I mean, if I had to name the three biggest ones, I would say, hmm, I would say Periphery, Killswitch Engage, uh, the third one actually would be Lamb of God because it actually inspires some of the uh, the heavier parts of our music. Hmm. So with this music, you you got these set of songs. Eight. Are you are you guys constantly working all the time? Um, when do you guys gather together and, and put a, an album together? Yeah, we're actually halfway through writing our next CD. Um, we're gonna try to record it. We're gonna start recording it by the end of this year. Hopefully early next year. Try to get it released uh, by the spring or early summer. Now, when it, so maybe another summer we might hear uh, something uh, from you guys. Mm, I can't really comment on that, but <laughs> maybe, maybe because okay. we're we're working like 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 animals. Now touring, you got Kryptonite, but aside from Kryptonite, where else are you tra Are you touring so folks could could follow you or uh, when you visit their city? Well, as of right now, we're trying to plan something in March for Central Florida. Um, we're still working on the details on that. And we're looking, trying to get something going for the summer, possibly like a, a couple mini tours. But, but again, like nothing is really set in stone right now except for the March shows. Now, when it comes to your band, um, you know, there's a touring, there's this, there's that. How do you guys manage a balance your time putting the lyrics together, managing the touring, you know, your personal life? How do you get that guys uh, to work that out? Because, you know, when you look at the history of some of the other bands, that's some of the reason why, hey, you know, I, I can't do this anymore and they leave. But how do you guys work around it? I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a full-time job aside from our nine-to-fives, you know? But, um, I mean, the first thing that we did, we, we set aside two days out of the week. We go, okay. These are the two days where we're going to hammer everything out, where we're going to focus on, you know, our social media, on getting shows, everything. And then whatever we don't accomplish those two days, usually uh, myself or Andrew will handle the booking, will handle the social media when the other guys are, you know, busy with work or not able to be on the social media sites, you know? So you guys are just on and on top. Now, with South Florida, Florida itself, and, and uh, you know, this is one thing, on a personal level, you and you know we live here in South Florida, so we can talk about this. But you know, back in the '90s, late '90s, 
uh, early 2000s. We would have so many concerts down here. You know, we'd have the uh, Halloween rolls when we had Zeta back then and uh, the Bonsai, all, all these great shows. Now, unfortunately, they're all gone. But, you know, South Florida, when you think of South Florida, you think of Pitbull, right? Or, or you think uh, Rick Ross or anything like that. But nobody really thinks about metal. You know, the only band I would say that, that kind of uh, has really put us on the, the scene there is, is Nonpoint. You know, they're from South Florida. And I had an opportunity right. to see them, I think, about two weeks ago they were here. But Florida itself has developed some great talent. Trivium is one of them, for example. Um, right. So South Florida, like a kryptonite, right? You get all these bands and all that. But is there a scene for metalheads here in South Florida? Or is it all party, beaches, clubs, and, you know, an ecstasy and all trafest and all that stuff? Oh, no, there's definitely a scene down here. It just, it just requires, like, going... You know, knowing where to go, because you know, Churchill's is like one of the one of the oldest you know rock bars here in Miami, and they host a bunch of stuff. And you know, we also had Grand Central, but they shut down. We had Will Call, but they shut down. I mean, there were a bunch of venues, but even though it's still mainly Churchill's and a couple other smaller places, there's definitely a scene here thriving. And I I think um, you know to get back on the map, it just takes the right people and the right tools. Yeah, and, and and it's about, you know, we, we need something. For goodness sake, they took away our rock station. We no longer have a rock station. If it wasn't for, a, for a Spotify <laughs> or an Octane on Sirius XM, I know I'm giving me a free plug, but, I mean, I, I wouldn't know what the hell's going on in the world of rock. And, I mean, we have Revolution. <laughs> yeah, we have Revolution Live, which is in Fort Lauderdale. Okay, that's not that far. And we got Culture Room, yeah. And we have yeah. Culture Room. But, you know, seriously speaking here, it, that's all gone. We would have so many places, so many areas where people will look forward to like i said the halloweeny rolls the bonsai uh all these other great shows that they used to be. i mean so many top names would come down here from um uh, offspring used to come down here manson uh, kid rock uh, all these great bands and they've taken them away now we have fort rock which is about two hours away from here but do you think right. that that you know with the high school you know those type of the, the younger kids from us they're they're into the metal scene, like the metal, you know, the heavy rock fan base is still there. I mean, yeah, I think it could still be there. I think it just takes, you know, the right marketing to reach those younger crowds. You know, being able to, you know, market your product and promote it efficiently enough. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of time because, um, you know, I, I was talking to um, to Nonpoint, um, Elias. And, and I don't know, you, you, you're yourself being a singer, but I'd like to get your opinion. He said, I asked him, you know, what, what? you've been in the game for some time. I think they started in 98, I think it was, 98, 97, yeah, 99. Yeah. And I said, you know, what's, what's going on with music? And he says, you know, in all honesty, I, I just think the music that's out there just sucks. Do, do you think he has a point there? <laughs> Wait, could you repeat that last part? Yeah, what? He, he said that the music was just horrible. The, the music that's being put out there is not as good as it was back then. Do you, do you agree to uh, a point? I mean, I mean, me personally, I, I could kind of agree, but at the end of the day, dude, it's just, it's just people's tastes. I mean, we all can't all can have the same taste. You know, tastes are going to change, styles are going to change. It's really just about adapting to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, now we just see this, this, this surgence of metalcore, um, which... 
I would say it just started kind of really kicking in more into like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. Kill Switch, one of being the great guys. Kill Switch, yeah. on Earth, on our mains, you know, all those people. Yeah. Yep, and then uh, me on a personal level, I bring me the horizon, you know, which they are in a whole different type of level. I don't know what the hell they are, but they do metalcore, this, and it's excellent music. But do you think that's where we're headed to now? That that type of route? Because you, you yourself and your music have a little bit of, a little bit of metalcore in there as well. Yeah, we are pretty influenced by the metalcore genre. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this I mean, is the route we're going to? Not the heavy metal with the 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 like the Pantera type of screaming and yelling and you know straight shoot type of metal. Maybe I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I don't know. We can't tell the future. But mm. as far as as far as the bands go nowadays, I mean, like you said, Bring Me the Horizon when they first came out, they were this this you know totally out of nowhere yeah. band with these crazy screams, and now you look at them now. And their style has completely changed. Yeah, like it's, it's like a like a totally different band, but they still sound good, you know. Yeah, and uh, in fact, when you look at that album, it's like that first album they had, it's just screaming and yelling, and then I believe in the third album they just they just flipped it on us, you know. And it's it's, it's poppy, but they still have a little bit of the screaming in there, and and yeah, yeah, and and the the, the background. Uh, the noise that they use is, is, is just different, you know, it's different. And I remember seeing um, one of the documentaries where they say, hey, you know, we, it's not that we, we sold out, it's just we just want to be like the next Metallica. You know, we want to be in that form. So uh, as a band, when you make yeah. it, you know, do you evolutionize? And what, what do you say to bands like that? Have you ever gotten into, hey, man, you guys were more hardcore before, you know, you guys have sold out. Have you ever heard something, anything like that? I mean, to me personally, no, but it just goes back to, you know, like, like, take for example, um, I don't know, I don't want to make a bad example, but let's take, uh, you know, one of the, the old school thrash metal bands of the 80s, you know, mm-hmm. um, if you don't really experiment and try to come up with new sounds, then eventually you're going to lose your creativity and run of ideas, and you're going to recycle old riffs and then you're going to get people saying, oh, this sounds like this album, you know, what happened to you guys? And I mean, it's just a matter of time if you don't really dive into other, you know, other structures, other styles, you know? Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely an evolving uh, industry of metal. Well, I want to thank you so much, Sebastian, for taking your time and speaking to us here on The Roman Show. Check out... The great band, Letters of the Lost, right here, homemade and bred right here in South Florida, the 305. I'm going to throw away that talk to do here. But in Miami, Florida, <laughs> Letters of the Lost, Kryptonite Metal Festival, the 10th annual at Church Hills. You don't want to miss it. 5501 Northeast 2nd Avenue, 10 bucks. It starts at 2 p.m. all the way till 3 a.m., 18 and up. Get in the pit. Don't break a leg, because I don't know if Obamacare is going to be sticking around anytime soon, but just enjoy the <laughs> damn show. And that's Letters of the Lost. One more time, they go on at 7 p.m., but check out the rest of the, the bands that uh, are on the bill. Anything you want to ask, Sebastian? Uh, well, I hope that 2017 will be better than 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're looking forward to a great year, and thank you for having us. Thank you for taking time out of your day to call us up and see what's going on. You got it, Sebastian. Check them out also on Facebook. 
They are uh, Letters of the Lost. You can't miss it. Letters of the Lost on Facebook. Make sure you follow them. Thanks so much for your time, Sebastian. No problem. Have a good night, man. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Okay, George. Well, the World Series of Fighting we saw them on NBC. They had a great show on uh, New Year's Eve. But it seems that the promotion now, nobody really knows what the heck is going on. But I do know one thing, and that's for sure. It's already public. Marlon Morale, their champion, along with David Branch, two champions of the WSOF, have both relinquished their titles and will seek free agency. This is obviously a major blow because these are two fighters that are very well liked in the promotion. The other one being Justin Gaethje who's a lightweight champion, but Marlon Morales is a great fit for the UFC. David Branch, I see him more Bellator, but Marlon Morales is a guy that's like undefeated. He has like 10 fights in a row, and he, he delivers a great performance every time. But I have to tell you that this is a major blow for the WSOF because now they got to start all over again as far as champions, but not being able to find sign a Marlon Morales to keep him, you know, this is just some of their seeds that they have. Uh, we don't know what the future holds for the World Series of Fighting. Rumors has it that there's there's a company apparently that has dropped, I don't know how many millions for this uh, promotion, but the only good thing that they have is that they have that contract with NBC. But we still would like to see what's going to happen. World Series of Fighting has been around for some time now. They developed some great talent. Andre Olaski was there. Anthony Johnson was there. And we know that when they made that transition to the UFC, they had some success. So let's just hope for the best. For WSOF. Well, Conor McGregor is without a fight right now. He's on uh, a break. But Anderson Silva, the GOAT, right, the greatest of all time, is taking on Derek Brunson this weekend at the UFC 208. He's part of the uh, one of the fights of the, of, of the fight card this weekend where a Holy Hom is going to be uh, involved with the inaugural title, the inaugural featherweight title against Jermaine Brunson and Silva will be the co-main event. Tim Boyce, Ronaldo, Jacare Sosa, Derek Connier versus Glover Teixeira, Jim Miller, and Dustin Poirier are a part of the uh, main card. But either way, Anderson Silva said that the next fight that he wants is none other than Conor McGregor. Now, I have to tell you, George, Anderson Silva, the GOAT, there's no doubt about it. Tom Brady of the UFC, Tom Brady of MMA, whatever you want to call him. However, he is just not at the age-wise, you know, performance-wise. He's not up there with Conor McGregor right now because Conor McGregor is a whole, he's a young stud still. He's super young compared to Anderson Silva. Not taking anything away from Anderson Silva. However, will this make money? Yes, absolutely it will. So Conor McGregor said, sure, why not? Let's talk money. Do you think this will happen? I think this is more likely to happen than a Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. Yeah. Listen, that that's that's a really big toss up, but honest to God, like I understand where you're coming from when it comes to the whole, you know, oh, Anderson Silva doesn't reach the age with with Conor McGregor and all that stuff and and yes, it's a money fight, but trust me when I say I'd rather see Conor McGregor versus Anderson Silva before I ever see Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Like I would, that's two amazing fighters. Whether they're old or young, 
Anderson Silva was undefeated for many, many years, okay? And that man is always talented, okay? Conor McGregor, again, loudmouth, talented, backs up what he says. I, there's nothing I can say that there's that is going to prove that that's no money. It's pure money. So I hope that happens. Yeah, absolutely. It is money. Anderson Silva and Conor McGregor, you know, title or no title. Just the fact that these two names are on the are inside the the K the, the octagon going toe to toe one on one is money right off the bat. Well, I'm just saying also Connor I'm pretty sure would love to even he'll cut or gain weight even if he has to. I because think about it, Connor would just want to do it just for you could say he beat the best in the world. Right and Connor McGregor could meet Anderson Silva one seventy. That's not a problem. But you know, to make this happen um, obviously, but see, this is the thing. Conor McGregor is a lightweight champion right now, and technically the bantamweight champion, though he had to give up the title. But either or the featherweight champion, either way, if you put Conor and Silva, they're not going to be fighting for a title. And we go back to the whole thing about when the hell is he going to defend his title? Uh, I don't. Honest to God, I feel like. Conor McGregor right now, or UFC right now, is kind of milking Conor for his, the money mat fights that they could instead of caring about the championship right now. Yes, that's a bad way of thinking about it because every champion has to defend their title, but really, when it, when it comes to an organization, how you think they're going to think? They're going to think with money. So, Conor McGregor, anything you put him in, especially with a big name like an Anderson Silva, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to go with the money first. So I'm just saying. Well, let's just see if and when this happens, but don't be surprised that the way how things are, that Conor McGregor's next match is, or fight is against Anderson Silva. To end on a final note, Junior Dos Santos will take on the heavyweight champion, Stipe Moshiek, at UFC 211. That has been confirmed. And, you know, it really makes sense. Right now, the heavyweight division, it came in last because it's heard, the Verdooms, who knows. You know, so many names out there. People are still anticipating or waiting that maybe John Jones could make that jump from light heavyweight to heavyweight. But right now, the UFC heavyweight division is not... They still need some names. They still need some fresh blood in there. So that does make sense to put JDS versus Stephen Moshiak uh, in a rematch. Well, with that said, we want to thank you so much for tuning in this week on The Roman Show. Make sure to catch us next week as uh, we will welcome Braden Knight on The Roman Show to talk about the whole WrestleMania weekend events that they have for Full Throttle Pro Wrestling and uh, his recent visit down here in South Florida. I already has a bone to pick with uh, Johnny Vandal. So you want to hear that. Check that out next week on The Roman Show. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter again at The Roman Show and uh, social media. Then uh, as well as on Instagram and on Facebook, Roman Show Media. We'll catch you next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.